everybody welcome back it's the 12 days of misfits we've been merry misfitting for nine days yes and today is number nine brandon is eight for eight kind of not kind really. of rough rough on the math yeah. as you guys know in I'm reality rough, rough on math in reality you actually are more like eight for ten at the or eight for, for 11, 11 at the yeah. moment because you started out over two and then you only got one of the two points yesterday <laughs> either way we're on day day nine, and you have a chance to end up at nine today. So we're in good. We're yeah, in, I'm we're feeling in a good, good spot because then last year I finished at nine points. You ended at nine and a half last oh, that's year. Right, nine and so, a half. so I'm getting close. You you could potentially today, depending on what verse you pull out, actually already be ahead of last year. Nice. So let's see if we can do it. What do we have for today? Making sure I didn't grab two. All right, for today we have First Timothy. Chapter 3, verses 14 through 16. So a shorter passage today. Yes. And now most people are probably thinking, but 1 Timothy 3, that's the whole big ordeal about what an elder is required to be. That is not what we are talking about. That is the verses leading up to this for context here. All right. So 1 Timothy 3, 14 through 16 says 16 says this, I write these things to you, hoping to come to you soon. But if I should be delayed, I have written so that you will know how people ought to act in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. And most certainly the mystery of godliness is great. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. So Brandon, this is a shorter verse. Mm-hmm. Where is Christmas? It's four days away. That's where it's at. That is, well, sure. <laughs> if our calendar is actually right, we're not. We're still not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I think we're good there. Um, so within Christmas, I'm glad I kept scrolling on my phone because I thought verse sixteen ended earlier. So that's where I'm going. <laughs> is in verse sixteen. Um, I'm reading from NIV here. Beyond all the question, the mystery from which true godliness springs is great. He appeared in the flesh, was vindicated by the spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world and was taken up in glory. Um, So again, kind of that first part of Jesus took on the form of flesh um, here on earth, but then also through kind of out the, those other remaining parts of the verse, there is reason, I want to say reason for belief of that Jesus was here. It goes beyond just him being born, that he was um, given power through the spirit, was seen by angels. So there's more proof there preached among the nations that we see kind of worldwide was believed in the world. It was taken up in glory. Um And I say that to say there's more belief that just even beyond Jesus's time on earth here, that his glory and story goes to the ends of the earth. So you're correct. But we can expand it a little bit. Okay. Because where you're going with the last part is, is getting in the right direction. 
we said already the context for all of this is that Paul just listed off all of the qualifications that he wants Timothy to look at for elders and deacons. The elders are supposed to be leading the church. They're supposed to be teaching the church. The deacons are supposed to be serving the church. And so now he's telling Timothy, now I, this is how I'm hoping that the house of God will act. I'm hoping that the house of God will act. In, in the earlier chapters, he talks about prayer. He talks about speaking. He talks about all of these different things. And say, I hope that this is what it's going to look like. But the reason that he wants it to look like this is because of the fact that this is the church of the living God. Mm. Not just any God. This is the church of the living God. A God that we can't understand. That's what he says. The mystery of godliness is great because we cannot understand because here we have God, the living God, and he was manifested in the flesh. He was vindicated by the Spirit, seen by the angels, meaning he goes back up. And now he's preached among the nations, believed on the, in the world because he was taken up in glory. It's not just that, oh, he was manifested in flesh, and now we have Christmas, and now we get to celebrate all this stuff, and now God's here, and so yippee kaye. It's the living God has decided to manifest himself in flesh, and it's incomprehensible for us to even begin to understand why God would even want to do that in the first place. Hmm. Yeah, that's why, like you said, kind of that beginning of 16, which I love, is that great mystery of our faith. Um, there's that true faith that we are resting in and believing in. Um, and it's, yeah, that questioning of why would God do that for me, for us, for the nations, for the world. And so that really is the the big thing for this section. So the good news is, Brandon, ho, ho, ho. the winning streak is still on. Nice. You're at nine points after nine days. But the other side of this section today is the fact that, you know, we talk all the time about the wonders of Christmas and we talk all about, about the joy, the hope, all these other things. But part of what Paul is reminding us here is the fact that this event that we celebrate really does not make any sense whatsoever, hmm. which is a little bit harder to think about. But when you're also doing the Mary misfitting for 12 days and you're trying to figure out how this all makes any sense, <laughs> it also probably makes you feel a little bit better now, doesn't it? Yes. So we're going to continue our way through these things and look at this great mystery as we continue on through the 12 days of misfits. It's the misfits.